This is a HeadGum Podcast. Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash podcast. Uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10 for you and up to three of your friends. And you could watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy standing six foot two, 295 pounds, something he's very proud of currently, from Nassau County, Long Island, the South Shore, Johnny G. Your number one fuckboy, all you gotta do is trust me. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Microphone's on an arm at my desk now, so I'm not putting it up to the dog's mouth like we used to. Gonna have to put in a sound effect. Or nothing at all, because who gives a fuck? Because who also is joining me in the High and Mighty studio? You know him from his free special on YouTube that just dropped this week called Six Parts. It's Danny Jollis. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it lived up to everything you told me it would be. What about, <laughs> what <if> <laughs> I was like, watch this. It's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> it's, ama- <laughs> it's amazing watching the transformation. That was incredible. Oh, was yeah. Like, all right. So I'm going to do this really quick. Okay. What? Just amazing. <laughs> Immediately Sweet. upsetting my all my I live in an apartment and all my neighbors work from home as well. So I'm a great oh, sure. I'm a great person to have around three PST every week. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean it's a nine my my neighbors I've been doing Zoom stand up shows like pretty regularly. <laughs> so that's just a level of insanity. And I the level of projection up. you use and I uh, you meaning the royal you one mm-hmm. uses on these Zoom comedy shows or uh streamed comedy shows. I'm I'm talking like I'm on speakerphone at oh. the drive-through. <laughs> like, cuz cuz oh, cuz I'm trying to sell what is a very difficult way to do this stupid art. Yeah, so yeah. I so I am giving it everything I got. I'm doing everything. I got a whole like I did a Zoom bit where I fought myself early on. So I like would change my background. So I would run in and start fighting myself. Uh, and then now I have one where I like fake my I pull myself out and then it's a video of me. So I start jumping around the screen. And <laughs> These involve a lot of yelling, and I just can't even imagine, like, if somebody were to look in through the window and see me, like, not even just as insane as it is to do stand-up to one of these things, me hopping around and, like, doing these, like, trick things, insane. But the level of 
the level of self assurance that's required to commit to physicality on Zoom is oh. brave. Like that's Danny, that's that's tough. Like I'm so instantly like, oh, don't do anything that's dumb. This is so dumb. And it's like now next next thing I know, like I did a pitch where I stood up at the end and I was in like a speedo and like it didn't land at all. And I was like, yeah, I can see why. Like you have to like. You can't oh, sell it. You can't like umph it if it doesn't. Uh -huh. If someone's not paying attention, you can't be like, get this thing one more inch over the goal line here. Well, not to get too inside baseball, but uh, pitching over Zoom is truly a level of hell that none of us knew existed until this time. As is doing jokes during a pitch was tough. <laughs> to have those things missed, to see them eating while you're pitching, you could just—I mean—the level of yeah. Now you're competing with their email, their other, their real job that they're also trying to do, in addition to like you going. Oh. And they're from the future, and <laughs> you're like, does. oh, okay, man. Uh, oh yeah. But the only benefit is for a guy like me, I have that pitch script document open in the back, and that is reassuring. That's like the only thing because. Oh. If I'm live in the room, I'll be sidetracked for a half an hour and, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. unable to get back to what we were supposed to be talking about. I, I always was told to I always bring in the script with me when I go in the room and I still but I like refuse to look like I'm reading it. Right. And right. so as a result, it's like, what is this doing here? I, I don't know what it is. I'm just <laughs> literally doing it. So whoever I'm with is like somewhat confident I'll stay on track. <laughs> but I get I get no, so Danny off. knows what he's doing. He's got that paper with him. He's gonna be okay. Yeah, no, he's got a paper. Like every now and then Why is he screaming like, about George Soros? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this is important. It's in the document, okay? You'll yeah, see you'll, you'll see. see. You'll see, you'll see. This comes back. Uh oh. When I uh, when we were emailing about uh, doing High and Mighty, uh, you brought up sports, which is one of your fortes. But I had forgotten how much of an MTG head you were, uh, a Magic mm -hmm. the Gathering head. And when you mentioned that, I had recently, and I'll text you this photo when we're uh, off, but I had recently cleaned my office out to make... Uh, because I've been living in it for 20 hours a day. I was like, time to like throw out some of this garbage that's here, that's in the background of Zooms and doing a Zoom oh, show. Sure. And it's like, you got a lot of laundry. It's like, okay, thank <laughs> you. I know. I don't have a choice. I live in a tiny apartment. But oh, yeah. cleaning the shit out, I found a bunch of my old Star Wars cards. And you sent that email Ooh. like hours after I'd found them. And I was like, fuck, dude, I barely remember magic because I only played for a, a couple of years. And for me, it was like, seventh eighth and seventh through tenth grade which is mm -hmm. 90 but that's know, 92 through 95 or whatever that's the sweet spot so it's a little ahead of me you got but but that's about when i did it just a couple years later like right. i because that's the sweet spot to me i think the standard evolution of a magic the gathering person is pokemon hits you get into pokemon early everybody's into pokemon see now, this is where my age comes into play, but keep going. Keep going. Because I was going to say, at least for me, Pokemon yeah. hits. I'm into Pokemon. Everybody's trading Pokemon cards. Love trading Pokemon cards. Into the trading. But the game sucks. The Pokemon game is terrible. Right. And so if you're somebody who goes, I want a good game, that's when all of a sudden Magic the Gathering came in and just destroyed it. And then I got super into the game. And I wonder, was there a lot of old nerds who were play older than you nerds playing Pokemon that were like, oh, if you like Pokemon, you got to try magic. Were there anyone who was trying to Literally, use yes. Yeah. Gateway Pokemon I, drug to bring you to I, magic. A hundred percent. And I think also, and, and anytime you go into one of those stores, which are, is a wild store that I only a very select community goes into, but a 
Comic Book Depot hey. on Jerusalem Avenue and Collector's um, Comics on Sunrise <laughs> Highway. Those were my two it's, spots. It's such a unique place to go into. It's such a nerd culture they hit, but they hit it so hard. But those places, the second you're in there, like, and how does the game work? If you even say the game about Pokemon, they're like, get out of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. You're going to hate it. Get out of here. Yeah, like if you want binders and you want and you want to have to your have your mom call your friend after you traded a blastus or whatever, mm-hmm. that this is the game for you. But if you want a fucking strategy, if you want to tap mm-hmm. mana, if you want oh, to get you can. then you're gonna get into the magic, and that is how I just slid on down. And then I slid into Warhammer. I mean, I slid way down as a kid. Good, because this is what I want to talk about because <laughs> I never made Warhammer, but my way in was kind of backwards. I started with D&D in like 1994, okay. 1993, sixth grade-ish, and got into D&D. Friends in my new school uh, were into Magic the Gathering, which we, which was like, for us, it was like D&D, but less creative in a good way, <laughs> because mm-hmm. the art, because part of fun for us is kids D was just like going through the monsters manual and going cool 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 and it feels like magic the gathering figured that out and they were like well let's just give kids art and teach yes. the, tell them it's a game and getting these cards when you were i had such loyalty to shit that i just thought was cool you know what i mean like mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i don't even know and i was never good my buddies that i played with they would go on to like play in tournaments as they got and not good but i was Never won ever. I would only win when like another friend who's getting into it decides to play, and it would only be based on me having some like, and th- and I'm I was racking my brain without googling anything for some mm-hmm. of the card names I could remember from then. So I I, I some of them came back wow. to me through some m- mind palace shit. But back uh, so I want to hear. So then you get into Magic the Gathering, keep sliding Warhammer for those of people who don't know. That's the one that's like. You. Where metal miniatures or miniatures, and it's like a big yeah. table and it's grid You're based building combat. Figurines. You have an army. You've entered a level of that was true. I remember that was a moment, like I remember my dad being like, "We've hit a level." Like it was a concerning level of nerve. yeah. If oh, that's like Warhammer, when that's like when you have like. Now you're making meth in your house. You're yes. not just like ripping yes. it every once in a while at a friend's house. Now it's like your dad's like bringing a lot of Sudafed into the house. You know, oh, man, it doesn't seem recreational like, anymore. I need to buy this certain spray paint to make it work. We had to go buy spray paint, a painting. I also was bad at it. I was it's, terrible putting them together. I put Hard. more work into metal miniatures than I did in anything in school in my entire life. Because we would, what did we you would, col- what did you collect miniature? We would paint them for D and D for like uh, oh. then three orcs would appear and you so that we can do like sort of uh, vi- light visualization of it and uh, and this because one kid was like his older sister played D and D so he had everything so like you'd go over there and like no matter how much you think you're maturing as a boy if there can be toys added to your make believe you're gonna add the fucking toys <laughs> and to be clear brought me into Warhammer was right. the we get a physical. I get a physical. I get a ship. I can build a ship, and then yeah. I have a ship. I get like tanks. Yeah. Hell yeah! Oh, uh, and oh tanks. Warhammer was always the one too, because and uh, something about these games too are they are there's a financial barrier to like really get, and war and like some of these have like real. And I remember when we would go to play Magic the Gathering, or we, I, the game I played more was Star Wars, Star Wars CCG. But I also now, played. I ain't never even heard of Star Wars CCG. Yeah, this was huge for me. This was three years of my life. 
like post magic i hadn't played magic for like a while and then i got into star wars they were very close together in times in my life but i was already done with magic and but my core group of friends the nerd herd my two buddies they stayed with magic so they were always getting i was still with like comics and D, but less so with magic and then they s- sort of kept finding new games and we found all these new card games we played X-Files, the card game, for like six months to nine months. Uh, And for the listeners, let's talk a little bit about what we mean by (laughs) card game because there's like a deck of playing cards you can play and then you can play games like this deck comes and it's the Great Del Moody deck and you play the game called the Great Del Moody, which was a game we played growing up too. And it was a specific card deck. But we're talking about games where you design your deck, where you choose the cards Mm -hmm. that are in your deck. And so there's like seven levels of nerdery that's going on here. It's like a complicated rule system. It's uh-huh. what you already have, what you've already chosen. Like it's, it's so fucking much. So then we got into all these games, X-Files, Overpower, which we thought we really wanted to like Overpower because it was Marvel cards. Mm-hmm. And we loved collecting Marvel cards as collectors and loved playing Magic the Gathering. And we were like, well, found them. It's two of the same thing. And then even the, uh, or, or Overpower was the, D and, the Marvel D&D. Marvel tried to make a tabletop or magic game. Of course. And it was abysmal. And we were like, fuck, we just thought we were going to be able to play magic with fucking X-Men. Uh, but we played a game called Lunch Money. I'm trying to remember some of the other fucking weird ass cart. We played What's so- Lunch Money? Lunch Money is a fun game where you are, everyone's like a kid with 12 hit points or whatever. And you get deck of cards that are like all schoolyard fighting moves where it's like, I gouge, uh, jump on monkey bars and kick the person so you can kind of, and then we used to play what we called hardcore lunch money, which was play the game of lunch money. And then you're allowed to do the moves to people, but like, I gouge and like, most, that is the most gamers thing. I feel like <laughs> yeah, on the planet, that is, it is a Venn diagram of my nerdery and meatheadery at the same time, like, but, but also same here. Cause I was a big sports guy yeah, and also fell into these like very nerdy worlds. I always walked that very weird middle line that not many people do. No, people and pick a side. I, I think, Eventually, uh, as we we beca- when we became adults in our twenties and thirties and gravitated towards comedy, we met more people like us who are like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was I was good at soccer. I was really good at soccer, but I also really did music. I wanted to do musical theater or whatever. Right, like, those kind of people. And but like, I definitely you know I played football and D and D in college. I played rugby and improv. Like I just did always two things that were like direct. I, I was like a beach lifeguard, and then one night a week would take the train in to do UCB level one. I was a beach lifeguard, and then I'd sleep over a, f- a friend's house at twenty to play D and D all night long. Like I lived those two lives, and yeah. it sort of lets you be the kind of toughest in your nerd crew, and sort of like the interesting guy in the jock crew. And mm-hmm. that maybe was like a little bit of like an uh, I think artificial inflation of my ego where it was like, Gabrus is actually really strong. It's like, yeah, I'm strong at the D and D party. <laughs> and it's like, this guy Gabrus is like kind of funny and pretty smart. It's like, yeah, to the football players. Like That's I was always like kind of su- succeeding in the wrong thing at the wrong, at the, at, at a thing that wasn't the place to succeed at. Does that make sense? I it's do like, think it creates the best comics and in particular improvisers is yeah, people I, who lived this in between world. Cause I have what I call, I always, I'm always like, I have a, I have knowledge on everything, but it's, <laughs> but it only goes so deep. Yeah. Like, like I like Magic the Gathering, love playing it, 
I was going to say, got back into it during COVID. Hell And started yeah. playing the computer game. That's what Which, the guys, the guys I'm talking about who I now play, we play Diablo and stuff on Zoom together still, even though we're all almost 40. Yeah. The, they were saying like, think about getting back into Magic the Gathering online. Arena. It's phenomenal. Arena. Yeah. That's what, that's what it is. Can't recommend it enough. Wonderful time. Part of my COVID. Uh, it's been, it it's also, it, it's like a one dash of nostalgia. You don't have to buy booster pa- or is it all digital? Like NFTs? It's all and stuff? digital currency, not NFTs. I don't know. Okay. Or if not I yet, I think they're creating NFTs. They, they <laughs> for sure should have. <laughs> yeah, now they that, will. <laughs> now that NBA top shot just got into it. Now that NBA top shot has changed the world of cards. I believe forever. <laughs> there's about yeah. to be a rush of this NFT thing. Yeah. Which for the, stay listener, the fuck out of it. <laughs> Listeners, if you want to see what the next crypto weirdness is, hop on to NBA Top Jet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I got I got hooked back in recently, <clears throat> like a, oh. a completely insane. Does it is it hitting uh, a nostalgia level, and also now that you're sort of like it's. It's like easier to play than it was back in the day where you'd have to like ride your bike to someone's house and dedicate and bring your backpack with your card box in it, you know, and all that shit. Is it like, cause I've, I, I've been feeling that lately. I'm like, I need something that like scratches an itch, but isn't it like, Mm -hmm. it's like a low lift. And like, that feels like a great nostalgia itch. Like that's what Diablo three has been for us is like replaying Diablo three, even though we played it a thousand times is like. We can do this. We could just sit and talk on Zoom and click a thousand times and it doesn't fucking yeah. matter. Yeah. Magic. So it, it's like, it's, have you ever played? It's like, and how much of a nerd am I? Uh, if, if you ever played Hearthstone online. Played. Okay. Now we're into a whole nother level of my nerd. <laughs> I'm a fucking Blizzard fanatic. Yeah. Okay. I love Blizzard. I've played, mm-hmm. like, that's, hence Diablo, World of Warcraft. I've played all of Warcraft. I loved every one of their games. StarCraft 2, sure. I played a lot. And these games I'm talking about came out when I'm in my 20s and shit. <laughs> sure. Sure. But, hold but I love up. Hearthstone. I love Hearthstone. So, yeah. Magic the Gathering Arena is similar to Hearthstone. Uh, that was my gateway drug back in. Hearthstone. Somebody said, hey, you should try out Hearthstone. Started trying out Hearthstone. Immediately got frustrated because Hearthstone, I mean, you're just competing against people who just. That's what they're doing. Some of the, All I mean, some of these decks you go against, you're just like, I, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do here. Yeah. When, when they when they do a thing where they somehow drop four cards like back, you know what I mean? Where it's yeah. like, this is clearly a linked move that they've just been, their coup de grace oh, that they've been waiting they've on. They've just built this deck just to do For this, this one move. Everybody. And now I don't know how to undo it. You need to have like. It, Oh, you need to plan ahead and have one card that could prevent this from happening. Oh, it's, they uh, just, it's yeah, and, and and you just know. I mean, like if you just have all the best cards on Hearthstone, you just beat everyone. It's like I only have the cards I have, so right. I would just get destroyed. And I was like, I hated that. And then somebody was like, Well, magic matches you with people at your own level, and I was like, Okay, I like that. I like that. And down we went. And down oh. we went, and I came right back in. Started collecting again, got into it, was playing a lot. And then, did you buy, uh, buy, have you bought physical booster packs or anything? Did yet? not spend money on it. Did not spend any money. Did it the did it the old fashioned work my oh. way through the through the oh. gateway. Holy shit, good work, man! Because it's it'd be like that's the other thing about being a grown up now and having well, this year is uh you know a, a little bit of a difference, but like a year and a half ago, I would be like, oh, this video game is out that I kind of want to play. I'll buy it now. $60 yeah. is not the same. I mean, somehow video mm-hmm. games are the same cost 
when I was 10 as they are. The systems are different. The, everything is different. The medium is Isn't different. Isn't that wild? Isn't it wild? Because it still feels too expensive. Like, like video games still, have been 60 bucks, I feel like, my whole life. And then I go back and I go, I go, wait, I was spending as a kid, which in 2000, whatever terms, that was so expensive for a game. Like right. that made no sense at the I time. I feel like 8-bit Nintendo games were like 40 or $50 in like the yeah. late mid nineties. And it was just like, and now Witcher three expanded, blah, 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 blah. Is like, is uh, also 60. It feels crazy. Trying to talk, trying to talk your parents into a $60 video game was oh. a wild, brutal game. Oh, dude. And I, I'll take that one further. We left the Karate Kid video game cartridge out on the basement floor. And my father was like, go downstairs. I spent 60 fucking dollars. And it was like, he just saw like $60 laying on the basement floor. And we were like, it's a toy. It can just sit on the floor overnight. We're going to put it in the game tomorrow. He's like, God, fuck. And he was furious with us. And he was like, if I see it on the floor again, I'm going to throw it out. No questions asked. And so then me and my brother, we shared a room at the time. And we were like, how's dad going to like, that goes against what he's saying. My dad fucking did throw it out, but he placed it right on top of the garbage can, like, like in the garbage, right on top. Gingerly, he's like, I told you I'd throw it out. And we were furious with him. But in hindsight, that must've been crazy. $60 was so much money to my dad. And to, I mean, it, it was to us then too, because we heard about it all the time, but it was just such a fucking <laughs> <laughs> long story short. It was, cr it's crazy that video games have cost $60 our whole lives. And now you're talking about playing magic, the gathering arena, without having to purchase booster packs or split boxes with friends and shit like that. Refuse. Refuse to do it. Won't give in. And instead, what I do is I just force myself to play through it. And it's good. But also the game allows you They have the thing they do on there also, which is really great, is they have like these extra challenges where you kind of get to use. They're not cards you own. But right, where it's like, can you beat this guy using 10 uh, yeah. red mana, the blah, blah, blah. Like, And then they have another thing that I think is the best thing they got, which is they have this drafting thing. And this is so nerdy. But they have a drafting Please, thing. Please, this is what this episode is about. <laughs> this is what we're doing. But this is what we do here. Um, <laughs> they do draftings, which is where you get like, you like do it. And then you get like, I think like 15 cards out of the gate. So it sent you 15 cards, all different. You know, keep in mind that if you know no magic, there's black, white, red, blue. Green. And green. Thank you. Um, and so you got to pick. You you don't know. It's all of them. And so you pick the card you feel like you can best build a deck with. Then there's 14 cards. You go off that. You have to slowly start picking a color, picking what you're going to do. And you draft three rounds of 15, so you end up with 45 cards. And then you have to build a deck. And then that deck goes against other people who also had the same draft. It's so, perfect. And they're getting the same base cards. Same base cards. Oh, that's a fun game. That's a fun way to play the yeah. game. That's and you always can get some really cool things, you know, that like they might not have, be able to get on theirs, but like on the whole, it's about the same and it's genuinely comes down to strategy and it's so good. Oh, so that's good. awesome. That's so fun. I might have to fucking dive back in. This is scaring me though, because I'm just, just turning a corner on exercising and being productive. And I'm like, wait a minute, a new video game <laughs> <laughs> that I oh, can play on the machine that I'm supposed to be working on. Fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so dangerous. Oh, it's so dangerous. Oh, it yeah. sucked me in. It took me back out. Now I'm a, but it's like, oh yeah, it's great though. It's such a good way to do it where you're like, oh, this is, 
for me, as somebody who just loved the game, I've never been super into the collecting as much right. as I'm into the game. Like, I've never been into, like, what's the resale value? Right, right. You're more about the strategy. Uh, it's more fun to play. Like, like that's how I felt too. I didn't care. And then I hated when it became like an arms race of like, you just needed good expensive <laughs> cards to win all the time. And it was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. once I get this card, my deck will be perfect. And then I'll buy it at fucking, you know, Gen Con or wherever we it's would It's the huge problem. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's a huge problem with all these games. It's a huge problem with, if I were to be critical of the card world, I think the cards games themselves are great, but there is a certain group that enters that world that is just there to destroy anybody who isn't willing to dedicate their life to it. And it just ruins it. Danny, you're describing something that's going on like society wide too, where it's like people who are too much a fan of something or a supporter of something or tie Mm -hmm. their entire identity up with this game, toy, movie, politician, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, corporation, whatever it is, and they really ruin it for other people. Like they really do, and it's like bad magic fans ruin magic for everybody. Bad yes. movie fans ruin movies for everyone. Bad Star Wars people ruin Star Wars. Like, and we talk about this a little bit on Action Boys. It's like all of my favorite shit in this world is all stuff that's like sort of become mainstream in the last few years, I guess, like nerds, comic books, D and D like all this shit is like all just coming full mainstream and the worst people are just being the worst about it. And I'm like, ugh. now I feel lame even saying I like star Wars because it's like such a fucking weighty statement. Now <laughs> It's made me afraid. It's made me like, I I'm almost the opposite where I'm just so every, like if I say I like magic gathering, I'm always like, I like magic together. I like it. Like I always throw in like a yeah. hard, like I'm like, I'm not, this isn't my life. I don't dedicate my life to this thing but I enjoy it. Cause people come for you immediately. It's like, Oh, if you play magic the gathering, are you playing this, this, are you doing this? Or have you played yeah, like, and I'm it's like, always like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, I think I'm, it's fun. Yeah. And I'm, I'm the guy who's completely. And like you're saying here, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I'm completely comfortable being like, I barely know what I'm doing, but I enjoy myself. People, yeah. there are other people who are like, it has to be like, I have to be the Jedi man. I have to understand everything. I have to have played a thousand hours and you know what I mean? Like, or, yeah. And, and I think we're talking about people like us who are like, have a little bit of shallow knowledge of everything. It's like every once in a while you hit something where one person is like, ah, but I think you've played a lot more Pokemon than the rest of us. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't feel as strongly about this as you are coming across right now, but <laughs> like, sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's terrifying. <laughs> I'm so afraid to say I like anything. Minus DC sports is the only thing that I'm like, I'll go toe to toe with anyone on anything. I, I feel like I'm that guy. <laughs> that's a, that's a good, that's a, King of a tiny kingdom in a fun way too. It, and I'll tell you, it's a tiny kingdom. Yeah. DC sports. Because <laughs> how many people are like me? I'm a huge DC native support. Like it's such a hard yeah. place to even be a native of. <laughs> so specific. It's, yeah, and but, it's, but that's why you fucking own it, bro. That's why you run it. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, the amount of times I've begged any of those teams just to acknowledge me as a fan. <laughs> Just, just like, please, please. Wolf Blitzer is your biggest celebrity. I'm begging you. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> look, I, I, I don't, I know, I understand. I'm not like spokesperson level celebrity. Got but it. Yes. Of Washington Capitals fans, I might Come be on. the top five most famous Washington Capitals. Just fans. let me do something. I feel like I can deliver something here. I, I'm, I, 
Yeah, it's like, it's so niche. I'm like, I think I could do it. But Wolf Blitzer, man, he gets all the opportunities. <laughs> that motherfucker. Yeah, you were almost going to be in Mission Impossible as Wolf Blitzer, but he got to play himself. <laughs> What a I was so close. Unbelievable. <laughs> another another time Wolf fucked me. Uh, <laughs> Classic. I saw wolf him fuck. once at the saw him once at the movies in DC. And I said, Oh yeah. <laughs> kicked his chair. I kicked his he chair a, all through Kung Fu Hustle. <laughs> anybody pol- politics is the weirdest person to see out. Side rant for sure. Yeah. Poli- there's something about seeing a politician or like a wolf blitzer out where you're like, huh? You of all people. It's got Not that like to be with us. teacher at the grocery store energy of like, mm-hmm. oh, amongst the people are even like Tom Cruise, who you would never like run into. It would be more normal to see him at a movie theater than like a weatherman even. You yeah, know what I mean? There's, like there's something about like the front facing news people that it's like you leave the studio like you live a yeah. normal life. Like that's more unbelievable than actors. Like and it is. It's probably Brad the Pitt. most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen Brad Pitt in person. I was like literally, but it was like at Gelson's. I was like, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you gotta get food. You live in LA. I get this. Right. So they thought what Flitzer was just like. Yeah, there's anybody- something about. There's something about politics. people like suits and politics for a living. Mm-hmm. Seeing them in real life is weird. It's true teacher at the grocery store energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, politics in real life is the most stunning. Sports people are the ones that I get like choked up around. But- sports are my favorite people because those are the like because of physique based uh, noticings. I'm mm-hmm. just like that person right there has to be an athlete. <laughs> it's yeah. like you're like I think that person is a professional athlete because they have a swagger and they have insanely broad shoulders and they're 6 foot 5, 265, shredded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yep. Oh, no, he's just an actor. Okay, never mind. Sorry. No, Sorry, sir. I know. You have No, it's so huge true. diamond like, earrings in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and some are so like distinct like I I saw like I saw Mike Tyson once in the in the airport. Yeah, and, and that's like, just got to be only Mike Tyson. You're just like, <laughs> it's like there's no down in your mind. Almost any athlete. One time I spotted Ryan Leaf. That was like the top moment for me. Holy I like, shit. I was like, who who pulls this? Who, yeah. who spots you? Nobody but me. He's like trying to get Greenpeace signatures outside of like a San Diego place. <laughs> you're, like, you're the only he guy who even recognizes him. <laughs> oh, it was so, it was such a good feeling. because he And of course, because he, he's Ryan Leaf, he has an NFL PA backpack. Oh, yeah. So that's how I was able to be like, because I said to myself, looks like Ryan Leaf. And if, for anybody who doesn't know, this is a obscure. Yeah. Football. I think I only even know him because he was Eli's draft class or around there. He was there. Peyton. Peyton. Peyton's draft class. Peyton. Right. Yes. Okay. That's what it was then. Yes. It was, it was like he was taking. He, he was, was like taking one or two. Peyton Manning. Yes. And then <laughs> blew it. Just blew his career. Huge drug issues. Now an incredibly inspiring person. Really has turned his life around. But. Who spots this person? Played three yeah, right, seasons exactly, professionally. Yeah. And I and I said, but it was that thing of like, he was just this big white dude who I just yeah. was like, man, you just look huge. You don't look Got like it. a normal person. Like <laughs> March is here and the madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with my bookie. Select the winners from 63 tournament games in the MyBookie Bracket Contest for a chance at $10,000 in cash prizes. It's only a dollar to enter. doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props. MyBookie has you covered. 
Sign up today at mybookie.ag and use promo code MIGHTY to secure a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's promo code MIGHTY to claim your first deposit bonus, M-I-G-H-T-Y. Mybookie.ag and use promo code MIGHTY. Whether it's college ball, uh, pro ball, NHL, no matter the sport, no matter the minute, from tip-off to buzzer, MyBookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting. Bet anything. Anytime, anywhere, with my bookie. Promo God Mighty. This should this should activate you pretty heavy too. I was on a red eye flying from like L.A. to New York or L.A. to Philadelphia or something like that, and I, they're like. And I happened to be upgraded to first class due to my Delta. This was peak traveling for work. So I had like Delta sure. miles. They got put Delta's me in first great. class, but it was one of those, not fully first class, but it's a different, uh, different area, but it's not like worth it. But I get in there and I'm always like when they're like, all right, first class, I'm always the biggest person <laughs> that's boarding the plane. Usually like, like just size girt. Like I've, I'm 6'2", 300 pounds, and I'll have a backpack, sunglasses, noise-canceling headphones. I'm just like a big thing coming on the plane. (laughs) And on this plane I was boarding, there were like five dudes around me that were bigger than me and three or four women that were as big as me. And I am just keep going like, what the fuck? What the fuck? These are some big dudes. And then we sit down. They're all in first class. And I'm like, oh, they're like athletes or something and i can't see because everyone's in hoodies and i'm like they're all and i'm like trying to figure it out and then a guy goes up like three rows turns around says who am i which one of you is sitting next to me to like the people that are and they apparently are all there together the guy who turns around brown Strowman or whatever that dude that huge fucking oh, wrestler oh that makes so much sense they were all wwe people and like uh-huh. it was like three women who's if you said their names i would recognize i know they were three i would, I would or, guess based on first class Becky Lynch, Charlotte yep. Flair, and uh, potentially, and who's like a yeah. short, maybe Asian or Latinx uh, woman, or she maybe she was like a manager or something. That's the uh, one who I, I sat next to yeah. her. I didn't know who anyone was except for the second. I think it was like Roman Reigns, that dude, yeah. and someone else was oh, like. Oh, I mean, this is oh you. I mean, that's cool. I mean, that's a lot. That of was cool, and, but I'm also like so happy, and I want to be like. Hey, look, two big bearded guys, first class, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, I'm a kind of, I have, I have a Twitter too. Like, I just want, I want so sure. badly for us to take a photo together, like, oh the, yeah, the day the beef died or whatever by Don oh. McLean. <laughs> oh yeah, the 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 big, I mean, wrestlers are. I also like wrestling, so it's like there, but they are freaks. I mean, they they don't even look human when you. Yeah, see and, and because they are sort of going full kayfabe even like most of the time Uh because Uh of the look and the commitment to the look. And also the persona just becomes a thing where it's like, I might as well wear something with a snake on it while I'm at gold's gym. I am Jake the snake after all. Like people (laughs) just like lean into their characters and they sort of become Mm -hmm. like GI Joe's where it's like macho man, you dress like this to go shopping. It's like, you know, tassels. They live their life. I mean, they commit to, I mean, I have a joke on the special about this. They, they commit to their character. And they are the greatest actors on the planet. They right. nobody commits to characters like wrestlers. They pick a character, and it's like, and now I'm forever this. This I'm is who I am. Three hundred nights a um, year, I am the the paper boy or whatever. Uh-huh. You know? And even when I, even when they travel, like they'll stick to their persona and like 
it's wild. It's incredible what they do. Uh, that's it's a awesome. fun one. Yeah, that was it's, that that was a that was a real fun one for me. Also, one of those moments where it's like, if this plane goes down, I don't even get mentioned in the article. I know. I have those <laughs> thoughts too. I, I had those. <laughs> I said one time to Sean Patton on a flight from uh, South by to New York. Uh, that some other big comic was on, I forget who, who we had walked past, and I go, Sean, if this plane goes down, who's the cutoff, me or you? He's like, I'm not in it. I'm like, yeah, I mean, if you're not in it, I'm Dude. not making it. It's like, because it was just like six other comics that were like, <laughs> yeah, I'll probably be Bill Burr's death day, not, oh, yeah. <laughs> not Sean and Gabrus's. <laughs> oh, sure. I've been on some flights with a couple of comics up front. You just see him up front, you're like, all right. <laughs> yeah. no one will, the, it's it's tough when you know the comedy community won't even remember you. Right. right, right. <laughs> you know, big athlete. At least I got my little corner that would be like real sad, but nothing. Right. Nothing. <laughs> um. So <sighs> playing Magic the Gathering, are you are you any good? And <clears throat> is the are, do you feel be, does it feel weird playing it on the computer or because Hearthstone reintroduced? I'm that totally in the computer thing. So I got a, I discovered early, I had a red black deck that Ooh. I put together that was very fast. So you can basically, you know, anybody that's, no, you can do a deck that, that's specifically made for speed, which basically like, I'm going to try to just beat you as quickly as I can. And if you don't draw right, I can just take you out before you really get going. And I had this red black deck that I still, I, I have, I was literally trying to get it because I hadn't played in a while and I was trying to get it to load before this so I could like show you my cards. <laughs> and I was like, it's too lame. It's too nerdy. Uh, but I was like, yeah, I have a red black deck that's really fast. So when I play with that, that deck or one other deck that was like particularly quick, I can kind of take on anybody. Oh yeah. That's like the, the old Zergling rush of Starcraft two, where it's like, it's mm -hmm. kind of hack. People don't love that. You're like, if you're oh, like a people rush player. Oh, and I'll tell you another, as we might gathering in a ring. Here's something I don't like about it. Okay. You, you can't chat. Oh, you can't chat with the person you're against. You just have like five things you're allowed to say. Oh, see, I like that. I don't need these motherfuckers <laughs> saying anything to me. I, I hate that. I can't chat. You're right. I hate that. I can't say anything to them, but it's the, the benefit outweighs of them not being able sure. to say shit back to me. I, and I definitely appreciate it in a sense that <laughs> yes, it is a terrifying world. The internet, I play 2k sometimes and get just scolded on the basketball court <laughs> by just screamed at, but, um, so I think I'm pretty good. I just need that kind of a deck. I discovered that that kind of deck I know how to play really well. And if I play anything but, I, I think I'm mediocre at best. Um, and how do you get cards? Like, do you, like, in the game? Like, how do you, you collect are, cards? Like, if you gain levels, be, oh, you play 10 games in a row, you get a booster pack. And, mm -hmm. and then you yeah, have, yeah, like, a, a digital binder and you pick your deck out of that or whatever. So there's a digital currency. And what there are is there's gold coins and there's gems. Now, gems. <laughs> gold coins are going to buy you packs. You're like doing this voice and character and I'm in my head going, okay, and then so gold. And I'm just like in my head, I'm just taking it seriously. You're like, how nerdy no, is I know. this? You're like, and we realize the nerdiness, but at the same time, it's I'm like. It's a defense method. To be clear, when I got on there, I was like, this is very cool. So there's gold, you know, like literally reading out, like, you know, <laughs> okay, you this is Google actually search. an interesting way to okay, do it. So cool. gold versus gem. Okay, so I see what they're saying is because basically what they're saying is gems, you're going to have to put money into to really build up a gem collection. But if you're willing to be like me, gold coins can earn you gems if you do the drafts. Uh, but gold gems are like the shortcut. A lot of these freemium <sighs> games uh, play with that shit. Uh, yes. Uh, meaning like the game is free to play. 
But if uh, if you want to like really rack up your gold or your experience, you can pay two dollars or like Candy Crush uh, kind of is maybe the famous one that did that yes. early on where it's like two dollars to freeze it or you know a dollar ninety nine gives you another life another try or whatever right. it just activated that uh that ocd gaming thing that we all have that like things like peloton use for good or <laughs> arguably good but like that light hypnosis that gamifying yeah. stuff can do to and then freemium is like kids Hopefully your parents accidentally leave you logged into this and you just drop eight hundred dollars oh, on. I on, know it's so on dangerous. Atogs. That was one of the names I remembered. The Atogs. I got to tell you, getting into getting slowly into a little bit into NBA Top Shot and very scared and very slowly. Uh, I am definitely like, oh, this is a very dangerous way to drop money. Things are going <laughs> for wild amounts of money on that thing. And what is the future of this fucking NFT shit? <laughs> like, I just- think it's going to be big. I think it's going to be very very big. I see. I don't think I don't, I'm ready I'm to be. To, I'm probably going to be. People are going to play this in like a documentary about like how wrong were people about <laughs> NFTs. But I, I truly believe like it's just so ungreen. Like all this digital currency stuff, it just feels so concentration of power esque. Do you know what I mean? Like it feels concentration of wealth esque. I, I'm not referring to fully the N, uh, NBA collectible <laughs> NFTs as that, but I mean like crypto and, and NFT in general, like that shit all starts mm-hmm. to sketch me out a little bit. I mean, crypto always sketched me out and some would say a mistake I made. Uh, <laughs> I literally like started COVID. would say that. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'd start a COVID. I was like, I either go into stocks or I buy a Bitcoin. And I was like, I think I can diversify my stocks enough and do well. And it was like, in retrospect, huge error. Uh, would be so much wealthier if I just bought Bitcoin to start. But uh, these NFTs, I, I don't know. I don't. I think they're different. I think they're different. I can't I tell. Think so, I think so too. And I don't fully understand it. So I'm sitting here taking it. I can't help but sound old. Going, I don't know. This stuff doesn't have legs. Something I don't understand yeah. at all, and is going to outlast me for sure. Here's what I'll say about NBA Tap Chat. It's fun. It's actually fun. So it's actually fun to collect versus mm-hmm. a Bitcoin where it's like, it's not like you collect a Bitcoin. You're like, cool. Yeah. Now I you can know? use my one Bitcoin here. You're like, <laughs> yeah. let me scroll through my top shots. Ah, yes. Yeah. Posterized. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Um, but so magic, you, you get the gold coins. Gold coins buy you packs. Packs help you build up your deck. With that said, the drafting, also when you do the drafts, you get to keep the cards you draft. Oh, so, cool. so you have to build up those gold coins, but you will get like a solid, you know, you get like a and nice. Does it little- cost money? Cost gold coins to do the draft? Mm-hmm. Cause to play the game, to play the draft game, because that makes sense. Cause you do get some cards to keep out of that too. Yes. But out of a draft, you also can win gems. And so that's a way to win gems without actually spending money. Hey, ah, <laughs> I like this. This isn't that interesting. <laughs> hey, now I notice you don't care at all. <laughs> Me talking to my wife about anything. Can't help but notice this doesn't matter to you at all. Okay. I started, to, I started a story today and I literally was telling oh, my- Danny, t- I lost my, you. No, don't say it. Don't say You're such back. a thing. <laughs> but you got to hear the sadness in my heart right when I left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. I mean, no, come what? on. What? No. Um, I, I was, was saying, talking to my, yeah. I was talking to my fiance and I literally started a story today. And then just, I was like, I forget what happened. It was, oh, so I was talking to her about Ryan Fitzpatrick going to the Washington football team. 
And I literally was like, and something about him. And I just literally went, I'm just going to stop myself. And she was like, thank you so much. And I was like, yeah, I'm just <laughs> like, we just, I just, I just put a plug. I was just like, you don't care. I don't know why I'm making you do this. <laughs> Wait, a, a good version of this in our marriage, something very similar is I'm super excited for something. And she's like, oh, whoa. Okay. Mr. <laughs> Happy man. What's, uh, what's up? And I'm like, Oh, you know what? I <laughs> I don't want to tell you. I don't want you to connect. The, the, like, no, tell me. It's just so nice to see my husband so happy. It's like, uh, my friends both got out of work early, so it looks like we're going to be able to play Path of Exile earlier, and we're going to get to get like three full hours in. And she was like, and I'm like, I told you I didn't want to tell you. Yeah, it's I, like, I was so, like, yeah, it's like when you're embarrassed for the shit that makes you giddy. It's like, no, I was just like, because the weed delivery is going to be here at four. <laughs> I know. It's so sad. Yeah, I'll like read something on Twitter but, and I'll be like, ooh, and Jess, and Jess will be like, what? I'll be like, I don't, I don't think you're going to want to know. But she's also now really entered a place where she no longer cares. And she will like very happily take that. <laughs> She will happily take the like, if it's not a thing I don't care about, but great, don't tell me. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've been together for almost two decades. So we have such, we're so comfortable. And I travel for work and she travels for work previously when she- Seen you at- in an airport. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> but we did run into each other at an airport, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was the, the Delta Lounge. Yeah. Fuck we were yeah, living the good life together. Dude, that's what I'm saying. That's why Delta hooks me up with them. You know, when you're platinum, baby, you get to sit behind Brown Strong. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of people know that. You can oh, see you Danny Jollis about, in the fucking lounge, baby. You want to talk about collecting tokens. When I was <laughs> when, when we were traveling a bunch, how obsessed were you with your points and how many? Oh, I was so obsessed. With oh, dude. Gotta. Well, because... It's again, it's gamifying something where it's like mm-hmm. it gives you status. It's like gaining a level. It's like it just activates you where you're like, I, I was platinum and I would travel with friends who were flying Delta. Like when I toured with the Doughboys and I'm like, I can get us into the lounge. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. And then I'd be in there just bitching that I wasn't diamond. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. they're so like, wow, this is fun. Free uh, first class lounge. I'm like, yeah, but diamond boards with first class, no matter what uh, <laughs> s- section they're sitting in, they're like, okay. And how much? Yeah, I'm like, showing, I need another $150,000. What I got to do, but, I, but, but that doesn't say that's not as hard as you think. Cause all I got to do is start telling all you. All I need is to get three jobs <laughs> that will offer to fly me first class. I make them fly me Delta. <laughs> And I'm made like a shit. You know, you're like, what, dude? <laughs> I know. That, that shit is some gamifying shit. You can get, uh-huh, you can get uh-huh. a little spiral. You can get easily spiral with that shit, too, where you're like, uh, I, was- I, I distinctly took like several flights in which I didn't need a connection unless I used Delta. And I mm-hmm. flew the connecting thing with Delta because it was like two lengths made more points. And then like I was mm-hmm. getting possibly upgraded to first for free on each leg because it was. No one's flying from L.A. Sure. to Salt Lake City to Colorado or whatever. It's like everyone. Oh, and let me tell you something. <laughs> if they make that announcement of we might be overbooked, does anybody? If I don't have to be there, I sprint to that there like you wouldn't believe. I'm like, yeah. give me. And I just say, whatever your final number ends up being, I'll be that. And they go, okay. <laughs> and I've gotten some wild amounts of money and wild amounts of points off of that three hours later flight. I love shit. Like, if I can do that, and I almost usually can. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I, so I'm always like, 
I mean, I want to check in the hotel right away, but I also am not doing a show till 8 p.m. So I guess for 200 extra bucks, I could sit around for two more hours, (laughs) jerk off one less round at the hotel. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, and also, and then particularly coming back. Ooh. Oh, you hit me on the comeback. I'm like, yeah, first off, yeah. I'm like, oh. I'll, I'll be here until Tuesday if you keep paying me. I'm like, yeah, I got so many edibles in my dop kit. I'll be fine. I could, I could oh, spend yeah. four hours. In a, I like, they look at me. I'm like a child when I fly. I'm like, I'm the way parents are with their kids when they fly, where they're like, okay, I have an iPad, their favorite snacks, their medicine, their this, 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 this. This is what I do for myself because I hate flying so much, but I tra- I used to. I used to travel for a while. I know, I know. It's I been a year. do it again, and I may do it I know it's it coming again. up. Mm-hmm. I did. I toured in like the first week of February. I, I, to- I was touring in February. I was supposed to go to Arizona with the Doughboys on March 14th. We had a show booked. Wow. And we called it off. And I, but I was touring like just picking up. And I'm like, never toured High and Mighty before. And I did six cities. And I was like, this is fun. I could do this more. Yeah. And it just comes back. And it's like, and I was like just building up. I did Amtrak all around the Northeast. Uh, and I was like yes. having so much fun schedule doing all the scheduling, booking all the hotels, loving it. And then I fucking it's like, oh man. And now wow. I'm like, I don't even I'm not thrilled to travel again when we can. You know, I like my I'm so excited. Oh, and so I don't think scared. it's healthy. Yeah. I don't okay, think okay. it's healthy. It's not a healthy <laughs> place over here, to be clear. This is not a healthy place. This comes from a man who has weathered a year and is coming out the other side being like, I mean, I've told, I've already told her, I'm like, send me on the road. You <laughs> put me anywhere. And like, we're not even talking this- about like, we're too, and I don't want to speak for you, but like the amount of validation I get through my career that for a year I haven't been getting like strangers laughing is validation for me to like continue my life along. Uh, like, you know, like oh, no, I'll never <laughs> complain about a crowd ever again. Uh, <laughs> 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 the realest shit. I'll never <laughs> complain about the size of a house ever again. Oh, will, my God. Yeah. I apologize to every time I've ever done that. I will never again. From this day forward, I'll be the most appreciative. Oh, what a time. Fuck. But Magic the yeah. Gathering got me through it. Part hey, of it. hey, Magic the Gathering, thank, thank you, MTG. Without <laughs> you, I'd be nothing. No, I'm telling you. Though, anybody <laughs> listening looking to get back into it, the arena <laughs> is good. Oh. And then, so yeah. l- now let's just jump back off of arena back to uh, a little side tangent you mentioned that I'm I'm interested in. So yeah. you slid from Magic to Warhammer. Yes. Where else? Where else did you end up on this? Uh, on because that's a once you're sliding to Warhammer, you know that's like once you've swallowed that so the Warhammer pill, you believe everything. You know, a hundred percent. At that point, I was in. Here's the stunning part, and the part that's going to blow your mind. I've never done Dungeons and Dragons. That's what I was wondering, because that was going to be my next question, because that is the the next logical the next step, step or the previous logical step, one or the Who other. Do- oh, yeah, no. Some would argue, because you said I went Dungeons and Dragons, and then and I was like, oh, yeah, that's probably the more traditional route. Pokemon was my gateway, but so many people go D&D onward. Yeah, I, I actually never did Pokemon because... But what, I'm old enough that when Pokemon came out, I myself was, I'm a little old for this childish shit, but a little too young to be okay with being into nerdy childish shit. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was, I, 
whenever Pokemon hit, I was that the wrong age where I would be like, I would have liked it. And I would eventually collect Pokemon toys when they're at Burger King. I'd play every <laughs> other fucking card game. I play Pokemon, the video games. I would do all that. Uh-huh. But when the cards dropped, I was just, you know, it was probably people my, exactly my age were the people who were like, that's for fucking babies. But I wasn't, if I would have been 17, I might've been like, well, this will be fun to play kind of like ironically and then gotten into it. Like the way yeah. I got into all this other nerdy shit, but I was just that age where I wrote it off whole hog. Both of my younger brothers totally into it, but I just completely was like, this is for kids. And who would have thought the staying power of that property? Unbelievable. And something Un- I've never, I've like never really gotten into. I watched the cartoon. I watched the cartoons with my brothers growing up and then like played some of the games, but not as much as them, but like it just never stopped. It, I, it, it I really believe it. Are is you a great still example. into Pokemon in any way? No, but okay. <laughs> cards on the table, no interest in it anymore, but I have a friend who's obsessed with Pokemon go. My friend, Matthew. Okay. And that's, the, that's like the Nintendo. DS, that is like the hunting go, he's one. going places. He is physically going places and i guess I, what's like healthier than a lot of the way i game i'm assuming like at least I, I it mean, gets you out of the house he's moving it gets him out of the house he loved but he loved it and i remember like i was so so blown away but they've done pokemon has done such a good job of pivoting their product a little bit they've never abandoned what makes it good but it's a little bit different this version you're going to still battle. We're still battling, but now we're going to physically battle. We're still battling, but it's a video game battle. We're still battling, but now it's about, it's like always just a little pivot. It's so smart. They And they, they kind of ride the culture currents too a little bit where mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, card games are big. Ooh, video games are big. Oh, okay. We yeah. can, you know, we can do this. Oh, okay. Yeah. We get online community. Oh, mm-hmm. and ARG or whatever. They yeah. like kind of keep slipping in. So we've seen it in like a hundred different mediums kind of yes. assorted I- mediums, but it's always been. Squirtle, Pikachu, Blast. It's always been the crew. I mean, get ready because I tell the NFTs, I don't even know where they are on them, but they're going to have one so soon. Oh, fuck yes, dude. <laughs> and of somehow course. they're going to be able to fight each other. And I don't know how they're going to pull it off, but they're going to do it. I can't wait. I can't wait. There should be a game that's like Pokemon, but you collect pieces for like a mech or a Gundam or something. And <laughs> me and you can fight against each other and like win or like. Winner is like, oh, you got 10,000 credits and I could spend that on like a blaster upgrade or something. And then you kind of, instead of building a deck, you're building a person that you can use in different ways against people. That's really smart. And 2K does a thing where you can play for coins. You can put put your coins on the line. Oh, cool. Against another person. And I'm like, great idea. So fun. So and, and I've never set foot in that thing, but <laughs> I like that it exists. Yeah, I like that it exists. I know I'm not good enough and I'm terrified. <laughs> I refuse to lose any of my hard earned coins. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not fucking opening the wallet for gems over here. I'm a coin boy <laughs> yeah. through and through <laughs> to be clear. But I love that. I remember seeing that being like, Ooh, that's smart. That's a good way to get people to like really get into something right because then there's like that little bit of like competitiveness and the pride of winning Mm -hmm. and losing and you're winning you're actually winning something yeah and something that you can use whether it's you know you can't actually buy but keeping it in the world that's that's fucking exciting that's fun man um uh did you go anywhere else past warhammer did you you find any other nerd Uh, so so i'm trying to think but like are you a board game guy now because like 
I'm like I've played Settlers of Catan a handful of times. I've played Secret Hitler. A lot of these sort of like quote Secret unquote, Hitler. Oh, this that's a fun one. <laughs> I mean, for me, a Gentile <laughs> might be not as fun for you. No, sorry, not to, sorry, just as a Jew, when I hear the phrase "Secret Hitler," I think I have to stop and go, "What is that?" <laughs> yeah, a uh, couple of quick follow-ups. It's actually a, it's a really fun game. It's one of those like half card, half talk games where. <gasps> It's like seven people, everyone, or X, X amount of people, everyone has a different role that they're playing on the card. Oh, I love those. Yeah. And so it's, you know, it's like mafia, werewolf adjacent, but it's like yes. one person is the, one person is the Fuhrer. One person is, uh, tr- is like working on their behalf. One person's a turncoat. Two people are, uh, the rebels or whatever, trying to find them. And so it's like what you like. So you're trying everyone, to kill the Fuhrer. Yeah. You're trying to find him. And he's Got trying it. to be hidden by his bad, uh, like his crew. Sure. But like, you know, like there's, there's no way to explain who everyone is to each other without it like being revealed. So like, you know, you play the part and it's like, it, it's, yeah. a, I played in the lobby at Gen Con while we're talking nerd shit. Gen <laughs> Con is the largest gathering of tabletop and board games. It's a convention wow. in Indianapolis. And I've gone <laughs> with me and one of these, the aforementioned nerd herd. We rented a fucking <laughs> hotel room and went to it. Pretty fucking rocking good time. Got to play a lot of tabletop games. Did some live action Pathfinder shit. D and D is not sure. part of it because it's like they have their own con. They like sure. I'm sure there's some reason that that's true. And yeah, you have to play Pathfinder, which is like but they'll just, scream at you. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't accidentally say D and D. This this was really crazy. This was like peak Heroes of the Storm for me and my buddy that went together. Uh, again, <laughs> a back to Blizzard game. We were playing that free game, Heroes of the Storm. A mm-hmm. lot for a while. I had never done it, but I'm sc- I hear it's amazing. It's one of those League of Legends adjacent games, so it's like mm-hmm. difficult and easy to die a bunch in and easy for people to hate having you on their team and shit like that. But it was scratching an itch of 20-minute bursts, which is like the fun thing about those games where it's like, oh, I have time for one game, and then I, I can end it. I tried League of Legends during quarantine. Yeah. Gave it a shot. Not good. Uh, I struggled mightily. Uh, turns out it's really hard. Uh, it is very hard. And it's one of those games. And this is kind of the case for any time a new, I try to play a new first person shooter. It's one of those games that I think on like the day after it came out, everyone who played it surpassed my, my, my highest potential I could reach. Like it's wild. And they're so good. People are so good. So fast at those games. Mm -hmm. I was so bad at heroes of the storm. Oh, I was telling you this because at Gen Con, this is like humiliating. We went three years ago. I was like 36 years old. We were playing games with strangers a lot. And then we were like, yo, do you want to just eat edibles and go play heroes of the storm in the land party? It's like, we spent $20 each to like rent stations at a land party and just played heroes of the storm. High as fuck in like a convention center. It's like, we flew to Indianapolis for this. We, but it was a good experience. Yes. So we. So the short answer is no. I basically. I. I. Those are big ones, and those are those are pricey for a kid too, because both require purchases uh, uh, at the Mm -hmm. time. What we were talking about. Yeah. I. I unfortunately, Warhammer was my 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 deepest I got, and then I pulled out because I was like I went to NYU and was like I I can't be doing. It's, you know, trying to re trying to rebuild Can't the Danny bring all image. my metal miniatures. <laughs> I was trying to rebuild the Danny image when we got to NYU. So I was really trying to be like, let's start over and let's not do this. And then it was the slow 
And that's been the most interesting thing about being an adult is the slow descent back has been really cool. And it's really fun. Like, uh, we're going through a major midlife crisis in our house, we being me and my wife, but it's <laughs> very positive and we're very yeah. happy with it. But we are regressing into like our 20s. Like my wife got laid <laughs> off and she's like, I always wanted to be a florist. And it's like, well, let's fucking go for it now. You know, and I'm like, sure. and I'm like, you know what? I'm taking surfing lessons. I'm taking karate <laughs> classes. I, I was taking Jeet Kune Do at the beginning of 2020 before the quarantine hit. I'm going to take wow. martial arts as soon as I'm vaxxed up. Like, I cannot wait to get back out there. That's so and it's like, funny. that's childish shit. But this is like what I want to do now. I realize. Yeah. Me, I kind of, I don't. I don't intend to have kids, so it's like, oh, it's every dollar I have is for my future now. Everything, like, awesome. so it's like now I got quarantine hit. I got a volcano and a PlayStation in the same day. <laughs> <laughs> I got one thousand dollar paycheck, and then I spent it all in one day on electronics for my office. And electronics being four hundred dollar vaporizer. <laughs> sure, I mean, listen, those early days of quarantine when we all were like, all right, what is this? A couple months? Yeah, you know, I, I, I just, was not beat. I'll beat these. I was uh, not spending money. Yeah. I I was not spending money like I wouldn't make money for a whole year. In my exactly. mind, I was like, it's exactly. <laughs> it's all. This can't just stop everything I'm doing in its tracks. <laughs> no way. All right. No. <laughs> oh shit. Twenty twenty one. Okay. My shot. Uh, I'm still not able to get a vaccine. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yep. I know. <laughs> I'm calling pharmacies over here. Like anything. Please. Yeah. I saw that there's like a walk up one around the block for me and I'm like ready to be like, hey, um, I live so close. If there's ever like a dumpster vaccine coming, I'll sprint here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've I've got twenty different pharmacies that know that about me, and none of them have called me or shown any interest. <laughs> <laughs> and who can blame them? They got a lot and of hey, shit going. <laughs> in busy. their defense, I'm an annoying person. <laughs> in their defense, I should leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> But it is infuriating. Uh, so yeah, so I uh, what was I saying? But yeah, I was. I did. Warhammer I, was never. You never went really deep or nerdy. Yeah, than but that. then I started going back in. So it's like now I'm like dipping back in, and now like Top Shot, which is something I've never even like. The Top Shot thing is like my newest. Like, all right, let me start getting into this. But then like, you 2K, did used to collect sports cards. I'm assuming, right? I did, but never again. Never to like, like to sell and collect. Like, right, never yeah, we in, bought like, them to be like, oh, I got my favorite guy from the New York yeah. Giants. Like that, we played. I, I, got football cards, baseball cards, all that shit, just because it was also for sale at the. Oh, and the other thing too, I think in hindsight was the male relatives in my family knowing I was into cards and just being like, get them fucking sports cards. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's the easiest. You know, just be heteronormative in 1995 and be like, mm -hmm. give. He plays cards, like sports cards. My dad would be like, yeah, I think so. Whatever. It's like, I'm oh, like, yeah. my craw worm. And he's like, and they're just like <laughs> dropping off. Craw worm is another one, right? That was one of my favorites. That's like a 6'4 green dragon from like first edition uh, or yeah. something like that. I forget, I so. but the, I'm, 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 Atog was one. That it's like one artifacts. of those things where you hear the name and you're like, oh, I know that. Um, yeah, exactly. Yes. You're like, I know this song. I can't tell you any of the lyrics, but. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> but there was a time in my life where I would have been like, Crawworm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crawworm damn near killed him. <laughs> uh, Danny, what up? Uh, do you have anything you want to thank you? First of all, so much for coming on. I, you're, I might be downloading magic, the gathering arena. We, I and cannot before, wait to hear your experience. So many people are going to reply to us being like, you guys didn't even dive, deep dive in on the four. And it's like, we know, we know 
This is high and mighty. It's surface level conversations. It's surface nothing. level conversation. That's why I bring to the table. I am again not a full nerd. I am just I I like it. But what I will say is I recommend it. I think the drafting thing is phenomenal. And if anybody thinks that that's wrong, then you know what? You're wrong. Um, I'll give you my home address and come. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. <laughs> you come here, yell in my face. I will immediately I'll get off on apologize <laughs> for everything I said. <laughs> uh, so you had a special come out this week, I'm hearing. I have a special right As a matter of fact, now. I've watched it and it's fucking great, dude. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> it is real. Um, I'm, this is actually something I'm comfortable saying. Wouldn't say this about someone special who I haven't watched, but I've seen you do stand-up live enough. You are fucking good. You are funny. So this is exciting for me. Thank you so much. I'm, I, I genuinely, it's uh, the most exciting thing I've, I think I'm probably the thing I'm most proud of I've ever done. I filmed it pre-COVID, which Hell was a yeah. miracle. So it's like, it's a real special. It isn't a COVID special. It's a real special. It's called six parts. I filmed it in six different places. So it's like a surf shop, a gym, each like a 10 minute chunk. Oh, Uh, fun. It's really fun. It's really cool. And, uh, you know, just if you can go there and watch it and if you like it, share it, it means the world. And this on YouTube for free. YouTube for free. Go there right now. Easy, easy. I search six yes. parts, search uh, Danny Jollis. <laughs> Took uh, a massive career risk and went <laughs> with the YouTube route <laughs> against the advice of everyone who represents me. Yeah, they were like, I we was, could probably make money for this. You were like, I just want to ha- be a comedian again. <laughs> quite literally had to negotiate against myself when I went into these things. <laughs> literally, they were like, places were like, but if we don't put it on XYZ platform, you won't make money. And I was like, yes, and I understand that. And I'm asking you to let me not make money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, idiot. <laughs> it is a pandemic. <laughs> but I, I know. Everybody's like, but this might be the only way you can make money. And I was like, I just believe, I believe in the internet. So, I want people uh, to see it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah basically i was like it can live on a platform and i get to say the platform and then nobody watches it or i go on youtube and we take the risk but i believe people will watch it if it's good way so more forward ability than paramount plus or CISO or whatever yeah yes exactly it's yeah. i just think or, yes but it goes by into one of those things and it's just where is it yeah. <laughs> um so on youtube go there right now share it if you like it trust in the internet uh and then my my other plug uh, and this is, I do this on every podcast is stand up comedy is like hockey. Uh, it is, <laughs> it is, uh, fun to watch dominated TV, by but... white people. <laughs> oh, yes. And that's what I wanted to say. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Thank, and that's my time. <laughs> it's good. It's fair. Sorry, sorry. fair. I cut you off uh, in the middle of a, a setup spiel that you were pumped to do. Uh, my bad. Hockey. It's like hockey. Uh, it's fun to watch on TV. It's a different experience live. Please go watch live stand-up comedy. Even if it, if it's not me, whoever, just find your local comedy In club. your town, watch live support yeah. it. It's much better. I know you're a huge fan of Nikki Glaser, who like what, and I, yep. I, I'm a fan of all these huge names too, and their Netflix specials are great, but there is stand-up happening in your town. No matter, yes. and I can say that comfortably. I don't even know where you live, and yeah. there is a stand-up night happening. There's a stand-up night happening, and it's great. And it's the if you've never gone to see it live, it's just a different experience. Yeah. Please go see live stand-up. See comedy. your favorite person touring when they get as near to your city that's comfortable, or you know, see even your favorite people live. Even if you think you know their material, or you want to wait mm-hmm. to watch a special, it's just a different energy once you're inside the club. It's it just, lives in or the, the bar or the whatever it is, the venue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and surf shop, gym. I mean, I, I, I all about it. <laughs> You'll it see. Check out place. six parts on YouTube. Gabriel's watching. He loved it. <laughs> he loved it. Um, and and I always like to say thank you so much for having me. Really, oh, 
this whole special experience. Again, so many people, it's uh, it means a lot to, when certain hosts are so kind and immediately like Please. Just uh, you're a good man, and your thank your you, Danny. Know it. I'm so pumped to have you on the fucking show, man. So check out Danny's uh, special. Uh, I'm at Gabrus on all social media. Check out my other podcast, The Action Boys. Uh, uh, buy a t-shirt at gabrus.com slash shirts. And uh, check out the Gino Lombardo show, uh, which is on Stitcher Premium. Nearly impossible to find. Should have done YouTube. Uh, but good luck out there, kids. <laughs> Bye, shitheads. That was a headgum podcast. In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. It's actually, it's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. <laughs> now. Somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to, like, see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Oh, there's a fantasy component. There's some sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. You wake up after a few years and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're gonna be making Terminators. <laughs> We're gonna make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. What? I don't hate them, but I pity the roommate. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now.